G'day gang, how you going? It's Brad Shepard here from Create PT Wealth, coming at you live with another one of our Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation podcasts. Look, today I'm going to launch into a topic that's definitely very popular. We find it comes up a lot at our business building programs that we run around the country, and that is this, this whole idea of having some type of cancellation policy in place. And also having some sort of exit strategy or exit timeline if someone was to finish up with you training altogether. So I'm going to break this into a couple of small parts and um, I want to launch straight into it. I'll start first of all with, with I guess, what I hear a, a large frustration a lot of trainers mention to us. And that's this this whole idea of, of how do I manage cancellations. And so... What I'll say to you first and foremost, it really does boil down to how that relationship is set up. You want to really set up up that relationship effectively right from the beginning so that each party really understands their responsibility and the part that they need to play in this. So let me give you an example. Okay, if you've signed somebody up and got them training with you, whether it's in your your one-on-one session, semi-private boot camp or whatever, and you haven't discussed any type of cancellation policy or any of that sort of stuff. And I'll use a one-on-one personal training session because it's probably the, the easiest example that I could give you today. So let's say you've set it up. You haven't discussed a cancellation policy and um, but maybe you sort of, you, you might have had one, but for whatever reason, it didn't get brought up or any of that sort of stuff. All right, so so let's say that you know things are going fine, the client's turning up, and all of a sudden you get the you get the dreaded text message five minutes before the session saying, "Look, I'm not going to be there. Sorry, can't make it. Kid's sick or whatever." Now, at that point in time, what what we hear from a lot of people and a lot of fitness professionals is that, "Okay, well, I will. I'll just have to, you know, I'll just have to wear it, you know, because." You know, what do I do? Do I sort of ask them to pay or how do, how do I go about this, you know, potentially uncomfortable situation? So what I, my observation of that in that situation is, you know, is that's been set up, you know, the, the, the trainer in this example definitely has a very big part to play in it because if you haven't set up that, that agreement correctly right from the beginning, then, you know, there's a chance um, that it's going to, you know, you, you bring it up and the, the client's going to go, well, look, I didn't know anything about any cancellation policy, etc. Um, one level up from that is the is where you might have a cancellation policy in place, but you haven't really emphasized it. You know, it might have just been sent out as an email or in there in your initial document sign up and you hadn't sat down and exp- explained the importance of it to them. Same scenario happens, you get the dreaded SMS five minutes before and it hasn't happened before and you're not sure how to broach this topic of conversation. Now, of course, another reason why you'd have people paying direct debit because that does certainly make it that little bit easier to to make sure that that payment gets processed and goes through. However, if you're collecting cash or any of that sort of stuff from your client, again, what we hear the feedback is that, oh, it's going to be a bit challenging for me to actually ask that person to now pay for that session. What am I going to do? Tell them to pay for two sessions next time they come along. Um, my response to that would be yes. <laughs> um, but look, you know, I think you get the picture, right? It's the, the, the important part about this. And, and then what can happen? I'll move off to the left-hand side. Now, what can happen is you can start to set up a bit of a pattern, a bit of a routine of what can happen. And I've had people tell me that they've had as many as five cancellations in a week where they should have got paid for them. They were booked and confirmed sessions and they hadn't got paid for those. Now, that person was charging $70 a session 
So seven fives are 35, that's $350 of lost income in a week. So you wanna have a think about what factor, what economic factor does all this play in you and your business? And, you know, if you haven't got this sort of stuff in place and add that up over time, you know, even if it was one cancellation a week, you know, think of that over the course of a year, that's, it's massive, you know, it's, it's huge. It's three and a, three and a half thousand dollars, you know, with that $70, $70 example. So that's definitely a lot of money in um, anyone's definition. All right, how do we do it differently? What's your strategy? What's your solution? Here's what I suggest. You need to have it documented and outlined in your in your policies and procedures right from the beginning. So when someone's signing up with you, no doubt you have some sort of rates and fee sheet which outlines your terms and your conditions and all that sort of stuff. And so what I say to you is in, in that bits where you wanna have your cancellation policy. Now we had a couple of bits to ours. We had one that we called the no-show policy. And that was kind of like, a, I guess you might say, it's a bit of a guarantee to our clients that we're always going to have someone there. That's when we started growing a team of trainers and we could make sure that they would never turn up and not have somebody there for them. So what it says was, the no-show policy was, first of all, it says, look, if you book a session and you don't turn up for that session, then you will get billed the full fee. Pretty obvious. Um, and I'd have them agree on that bit. And then the next bit I'd say, look, but our guarantee to you, in, in the unlikely event that one of us doesn't turn up for you, not only will you not get billed, but you'll get your next session with compliments from us for free. And so again, the response that we found from people was, was extremely positive. So we knew that if for some reason, like I had a trainer that might pull up sick or whatever, I, I, I knew that I would make sure that we could have someone in their place very quickly and training that client. Now, again, that, that no-show policy, if you're just by yourself and you're going, oh, this could be a bit challenging for me to a promise to somebody, then, hey, you don't have to have it. You know, it was just one, one little extra bit that we did. What I also liked is that, that, that um, you know, the, the confirmation to them in the unlikely event that one of us doesn't turn up for you. So we're basically saying that we're always going to be there for you. The, the subconscious message that gets delivered to the client is that really we're there for you. We care. We have your best interests at heart, which we did. All right, that was part one. Part two was then the cancellation policy, which I would then get into. And I'd say, look, basically our cancellation policy is very simple, is we do require 24 hours notice before any cancellation. Otherwise, a full fee occurs. And at that point in time, I would have them agree on that. So again, very simple. And what I'd do is I'd gauge their response and I'd see where they're at now. I, have, I had had some people, and this was a very small percentage of people. Generally speaking, the larger percentage of people would just agree, yep, that makes sense. And I probably wouldn't have to explain it any further. I'd go, okay, cool. Look, I've got some notes here, and I'd, I'd, I'd highlight the notes. And so I've just got some explanation as to why, you know, we do really enforce this cancellation policy. Of course, you know, if you're booking a time slot, that's a time slot that somebody else uh, may have been able to have. And if you can't make it, of course, then, you know, at the last minute, it's going to be very challenging for us to fill that spot. And so we just make it very simple for people. And you might put it in your own terminology. You could say maybe, look, what I actually do is I turn up and, you know, I exchange time for money. So for me, if I'm missing out on an hour of a client, that means I miss out on income. And so that's why it's important to me that I have my bookings confirmed. And 24 hours is a fair amount of time because if for some reason you know that you can't make it, let's say that you are sick or you know that you're going to be, you know, working back late or any of that sort of stuff, that gives me 24 hours to try and make something happen in that time. 
And what I find, again, you're probably hearing it in my voice, is that the more simple, the more clear you can make it for people, um, the better. And again, I go back to our, our experience of doing this and the, the response was excellent. Then we also had a clause down the bottom which had a little asterisk and, and basically said, look, obviously in exceptional circumstances, fees might be fees can be waived and that boils down to, to the individual trainer's discretion. So what I would say to my team members is that, look, if we've got a really good client, they're coming to us day in, day out, week in, week out. They haven't missed a beat. Uh, for well over a year or more and then suddenly you get the phone call on the day of the training session a couple of hours before and you hear the croaky voice and you obviously tell that they're crook and all the rest of it you know from our perspective it's unlikely we were going to charge them you know so we'd obviously be well within our rights to charge them however it's unlikely that, that, that at that point in time i would probably charge them or i have actually had this happen before we've had a client who's actually literally had a car accident on the way to the gym they were fine minor car accident ran up someone's butt and you know it's i'm not going to charge somebody for something like that you know so what i do is in it with any of these policies i exercise a, d- a degree of you know personal discretion and you know i guess you know, using my own good judgment on that. So that's that bit. On the flip side, what I enforced to my team members and and myself was to be really strict on this cancellation policy right from the beginning. So what I mean by that is that I wouldn't let anything slide. Sleeping in, working back late at work, any of that sort of stuff. Look, even sick children, I realize that, hey, that's a challenging situation for somebody. However, at the beginning, so if someone's going to commit to your terms and your policies, well, look, it's important that that gets enforced on both sides of it. Now, if that becomes a problem down the track, you know, if this person's, you know, in a month had three or four cancellations, full cancellations, then you probably need to sit down with that client and go, look, I have noticed that we have had quite a few cancellations in here. And, you know, what I, I'm just concerned about it because really I, I want to have you training and I want to have you as a long-term client, but, you know, already we've had this many in a month. So, it, it, you know, let's sit down and have a chat about it. How's it all going for you, et cetera, et cetera. And that, again, is a great method. So what I'd say to you is be as strict as possible in the beginning. So you enforce the rule, you enforce the law so that somebody really respects it. What that meant for our business is that we did have a lot of clients that uh, could cancel and did cancel for various reasons. I've had everything from can't be bothered coming this morning, got a headache, hungover, um, working back late, working, going into work early, um, change of plans, had to go and pick someone up, kids or whatever. The list goes on and on and on. And because we were, were really strict at enforcing that policy, what you're doing is you, you, you psychologically, you're giving the decision back to the person. That's their decision. It's, you know, it's whatever the, the cost of the fee. And in this example, I'll use the $70 again. Look, it's, you know, it's $70 that they can choose at that point in time. All right, if I go into work, and this is what one of my clients said to me. And this is when I, at, at back at the time, this is before I was billing $400 a session, I was billing $220 a session. This particular client said to me, look, I charge a lot more. He was a, a, a top shelf lawyer. He said, I charge a lot more than the fee that I'm paying you. So, you know, for me, the fee of 200, I can go into work and I can make six or $700 in that particular hour. And I pay you 200 of it because I had to miss that session that we were going to have in the morning, you know? So he, this guy had logically figured it out that, oh, well, I'm just, I just got to cop it on the chin. I'm a professional myself. I really understand it, etc. And so that's one example of many that I could run you through where people made that executive call. And for some people, 
you know, the $70 could be important for you because all those little bits of $70 add up. And as we said before, five cancels a week, that's 350 bucks. But for somebody else to go and pick up their kid when they had to or to stay back with their colleagues from work and have some beers or to do whatever, maybe it's worth the 70 bucks. Maybe they're quite happy to pay the $70. But what I see, so you have to think about that, you know, stop thinking for other people and, and just, you know, just be open to the fact that, hey, it's someone's right, they've booked that session and it's their right to be able to decide whether they want to turn up or not and, and hey, it's just business, you know, that's where it comes down to. So we're removing all the emotional component from it. But, you know, it's going to be challenging to do that if you haven't first correctly set up that working relationship effectively. All right, I'm just trying to think of a couple of other examples where that that situation could play out. What I, oh the other thing I you know the other part to it I, I would say is that when anyone has a cancellation and they've, you've got them on direct debit, we'd obviously recommend you have all of your clients on direct debit. And if you haven't, FFA pay smarter the people to use. Tell them create PT well sent you, and they'll be able to sort you out with a special deal and a special arrangement and so forth. So what I would say to you or what I would say to my any of my team members or any of my people that had in, in that occurred a cancellation I'd let them know about that cancellation so look hey man good to see you in today for today's session look just to let you know on Tuesday you didn't turn up you know I got the SMS etc you're at work and then you get the story yeah yeah man I'd had to work back all the rest of it all right cool just let you know that 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 did fall inside our 24 hour cancellation so so you you have been billed the full fee for that session and again, I'm just really upfront with this stuff. And what I would find is that the clients would be, yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely no dramas, understand the terms, understand the policy, etc. And so what we found with some of our clients, like I said, some of them were happy just to cop the fee. Um, others were, um, you know, what it helped them do was become more adherent to turning up and, and making it happen, you know, because for some people, hey, copping the cancellation fee, they, didn't, they did not want to waste that money and you know that's my view on it if you know if I was a paying client I want to make sure that I was there and I was committed to it but um, hey in some situations it's just easier to to cop the fee and you know you run a business and for no doubt a lot of your clients who are in business or who are knowledgeable about business this is an important part for them as well all right so I think we've got that bit loud and clear what you need to do is you need to make sure that you do have a cancellation policy in place you decide on the terms and conditions of it. Look, we've had ones in the past where I've done things like, you know, if it's if it's outside of 24 hours, there's no fee. If it's 12, 24 to 12 hours, it's a, um, a certain fee. And then inside 12 hours, it was 75% of the fee. And in the last three hours, it was 100% of the fee. It was just too confusing, you know. I made it really simple. I made it 24-hour notice and otherwise a full fee occurs. We've had people on our coaching and mentoring programs who have adopted some some different type of tactics where it's like you have to have all your sessions booked for the week at the beginning of the week or even the end of the week before. And if you haven't, if you once you've locked those in, they're locked in. So cancellation the following week, the whole week's got to be locked in before the week starts. Okay, if there's a change or amendment, well, we'll do our best to, to cater for you. If for some reason you pull up sick at the end of the week, well, we'll find a way to get you an extra session down the track. However, you still will be billed so that you've got that guaranteed income coming in. Many, many different ways to do it. Look, again, it's back to that thing. The way that you deliver this message with assertiveness, with conviction, with authority is the most important part. And it sets up that working relationship and it certain, certainly prevents 
any uncomfortable conversations down the track where you know obviously someone's got a concern about it or on the flip side you're turning up training the client who's always cancelling and they're a pain in the ass and you've got a bit of resentment towards them and all the rest of it it's just not not the way to do business not the way to have clients you want to have really good clients who are adhering to your rules and your methods and your techniques all right that's that next bit is about this concept of having some sort of exit strategy or exit policy so what we what what I mean by this is when someone's finishing up with you, rather than you just getting the SMS the night before, you've got a client booked three times per week, and they say to you, "Look, um, it's been awesome training with you, really loving it. However, look, money's a bit tight at the moment, so I'm going to have to stop altogether." And we've had that with clients, you know, ones that are doing three sessions per week and suddenly go from three sessions per week to zero. Now, my first bit of recommendation is to go, "Let's find a way to make it happen." Okay, why don't we go from three sessions a week to two sessions a week, or from three sessions a week to at least one a week so that you're at least getting something done, you know? So no doubt you would have explored that as a, as a method or a policy. But what we do was we, we say, look, give us, we're going to have a, an exit notification period. So if you do want to finish up your training with us, that's fine. However, we do require a, a notification. Now was a 21-day notification. So we'd need 21 days notice before you were going to finish up your training. And so what it meant for you is let's say you've got the, the client who's training with you three times per week and they decide that they are going to finish up. You get the SMS the night before. Suddenly there's three sessions a week. And again, I'll use the example of $70 a session. Three sevens are 21. That's $210 a week. And again, that could be enough money just to impact you and become a little bit stressful for you. So what I'd suggest to you is to go give yourself the breathing space. If you know you've got three weeks, you know you've still got that client for another three weeks, they're going to turn up and train, etc. You've got the chance to do a couple of things. You can work on them and you can see, find out what's going on. Is it really the money? Is it the training? Is it maybe the results they're not getting or any of that sort of stuff? Secondly, it gives you three weeks to try and fill that spot. Okay, You've got the breathing space. You've got the ability and the opportunity to go and do that. Now, we'd recommend this for everyone on our programs, our internship and coaching programs who are running group training models, who are running boot camp models. Same thing in a boot camp. Typically, our recommendation is a month's notice. You can cancel at any time. You have secured your spot in our boot camp program on our direct debit service, and you can cancel. However, we do require one month's notification. That just gives us the opportunity to fill your spot on the program. We figured out it takes us around about a month to be able to replace you on the bootcamp program. We even have the the exit strategy on our Create PT Wealth mentoring and coaching program. So our mentoring and coaching programs run for 13 months, uh, both the internship and the coaching. And look, we realize, hey, if someone's on that program and they decide it's not for them or they don't want to be on the program or they have a change of industry or decide they're going overseas, we've had all of the above um, occur. It's simply a three-month exit notification. So that person would give us three months notification to finish up on our program at Create PT Wealth. That gives us the time to go and search for the new client to replace their spot. Whilst they're on the exit program, they still get full access to the program. They still get full access to their coaching, to all the intellectual property, to all the resources, to all the group coaching webinars, to all the business building workshops that we run, to every single part of the program. There's not one part that they don't get. So that enables us a chance, again, in three months, if that person's in a situation where they might need a little bit of more help, they might be going through a tough or a personal situation, we can assist them through that time period and be able to help them come out on the other end. We've had many people who have actioned a three-month exit with us, 
And by the three months, they've actually turned that around, whatever uncomfortable situation they were in. And within three months, they were able to continue on the program because we've had some people who uh, reluctantly have had to cancel on the program because you know they've had a personal situation arise, they hadn't anticipated it, and it's, it's caused a bit of an impact in them and their ability to run their personal business. But within three months, and of course, you know, a, a commitment to us um, f- from their perspective, they, they didn't want to put themselves into, you know, down the track, a, a more stressful situation. So we get that, we understand it. So, you know, what we have found in, in many, a, or in the, in the occasions when that's occurred, is that that person's being able to, to turn that around and to switch it around. And for some people, their default mechanism is just a bail. So when things are getting a bit tougher, a bit challenging, the first, the first response is to pull the ripcord. And um, so again, part of the personal development side is to, is to educating your clients that you don't have to just pull the ripcord when things are getting tough. There's a solution and a strategy on working through it. And that's obviously what we do heavily at Create PT Wealth is help our people overcome any of those self-sabotaging roadblocks that could hold them back in their business. All right, back to your business, but what the exit policy the exit time period enables you to do is to have that extra time to have the breathing space. It definitely makes it less stressful, less daunting for you. Now, the other bit um, to this is again, the delivery of it. You know, you gotta be really clear about it because we don't wanna enter into any, any uncomfortable situation where you maybe have had it written down, you've sent it to them via an email, they haven't really taken the time to read it and it hasn't really been emphasized. So again, my big thing on all this is the way that it's delivered. You wanna deliver this with authenticity. You wanna deliver it with assertiveness. You wanna deliver it so that they really understand that you are a a serious business owner and you, you know, this is important to you, this part of your business. So look, there you have it. First of all, the standard cancellation policy and so forth. Then on top of that is our whole exit strategy if someone was to finish up with you all together. Two really powerful things that you can put into your business, emphasize in your business, which means that you are gonna have more ongoing success in your business um, and more adherence with your clients. Look, I hope you enjoyed uh, today's podcast and these tips. We're gonna keep coming many, many more, keep bringing many, many more of these to you. And um, we certainly look forward to connecting with you in the future. So have a great day and I will chat to you soon. Bye-bye.